Welcome to the Wiser Wealth Management Roundtable, where we believe the best financial advice should always be conflict-free. I'm your host, Casey Smith, guiding you to financial freedom, are my co-hosts, Brad Lyons and Matthews Barnett. Morning, guys. Hi, Casey. Morning. How's it going? We even have a more special co-host <laughs> for this whole quarter. That's right. Whole quarter. Whole quarter. A real CPA, guys. <laughs> a real one. For for four quarters. Or I mean, for, uh, for four... Uh, four just one know, 12 quarter. Twelve weeks. One quarter. <laughs> right. Twelve weeks. Maybe we'll finally have somebody who knows what they're talking about on the show. <laughs> that may be. Well, welcome, Jordan. Jordan Hi. Sudi. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Glad to have you here. Yeah. This is that's right. You're a repeat. Repeat. Yep. This is our first repeat. Oh no, we had one other. We had an insurance guy twice. And we but, had the uh, the chess guy, Orin. Oh yeah, Orin. Yeah, Orin Hudson. We need to check in with him. Yeah. It's been a while. Well, um, we are very excited about this new series that we're going to start working on. 10 important things everyone should know about taxes. So what what we've done here, I know taxes are like, Brad's like, woohoo, taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, taxes can be uh, frustrating at times, but and, and, and sometimes there's a lot of things that people assume about taxes. Like I always feel like when people get their taxes done, it's like, I don't know, it's like shaking that little cube ball that it says yes or no or maybe. Uh, do I owe money? No. Do I owe money? Yes. You right. know, or maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And this doesn't really work that way. Um, you should be doing tax planning right now for next year instead of going, oh, how much do I owe? Oh, how do I get this down? And it's after 1231 of the calendar year. It's almost too late. There's a very few right. things you could do at that point. So Jordan's here to keep us on path so we don't uh, give any really bad advice uh, <laughs> through the next series of podcasts. We have uh, various topics that we want to cover. So Jordan, welcome to the show. Uh, I tend to talk a lot, so just talk Great. right over me. Fight me for the Perfect. microphone. We'll do. We'll Listeners do. will appreciate that. And we're going to have some other guests along the ways too. So I'm, I'm, we're still finalizing some of those. But um, this series will be a little me, a little Jordan, me and Jordan, and then other people, including Brad and Matthews, uh, throughout the series. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, you can go to the website, and you can get a head start on this. You can go to the bottom of the page, uh, and you can download a paper that we put together, 10 Important Things to Know About Taxes. You can get a head start. Uh, just put your email in there, download the white paper, and you will have that uh, in your inbox. And then we're going to start covering this uh, over the next few or uh, next 10 podcasts. Number one, which I think is probably the most important, is if you're not doing the taxes yourself and you want to hire a professional, how do you find a person that best suits what your needs are? You know, I, I feel like CPAs, oh, they're a CPA. They know everything about all the taxes. Like people, people do this with attorneys too. They say, oh, he's an attorney. And he might be an attorney that specializes in like patent law. And they're asking about adoptions. <laughs> there's right. there's specialties. Estate and, and, planning as well. <laughs> right. See that? Mm-hmm. Estate planning, yeah. yeah. That, very true. Very intricate laws to estate planning, but uh, just because your attorney doesn't mean you specialize in it. If you go to an attorney's website and they do 12 things and they're all very different, that's probably not the best one to be working with. Just my experience. And if they're less than $200 an hour, just forget it. <laughs> So I feel like Jordan CPAs are kind of the same way. There, there, there are general practitioners, kind of like family doctors, right? But there's also a specialist, right? Exactly. I mean, you have a lot of CPAs that do just audit, do just accounting work, and then you have your tax CPAs, which is what we're going to get into. And then even within tax, you have business tax CPAs, C corp CPAs, individual. So yeah, you really have to find the one that is right for you and your needs for sure. I mean, in Mayreda, Georgia, we probably don't have too many. 
people looking for farm CPAs. Right. Yes. All the farms are going away and hobby farms probably don't count. But yeah, where you go out West. You'd see quite a few more. Yeah. You'd have to see a lot more uh, farm based CPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're going to cover, uh, we're going to cover that segment fairly thoroughly on our next podcast. Uh, and then let's go ahead and drop uh, down to number two, donor advised funds. Uh, these are things that, that people don't always think about, you know, you get down to the end of, end of the year and you say, oh, well, I should probably give. It's the holidays. But sometimes you give out of your heart and sometimes you give out of your heart and strategically. Right. <laughs> and a donor advised fund is an easy way to do that where you can essentially run your own family nonprofit under a big umbrella and you can donate money to it once and get the full deduction. And then you get the ability to um, hand out donations from that investment over time. Right. And there's a lot of really interesting ways you can do this. You can either choose your charity of choice, or you can give to a place. Like I know, I think we're having somebody from the Cobb Community Foundation come in. You can give to a place that helps your local community. So a lot of options here to really um, benefit a wide range of people for sure. So we'll get knee deep in donor advised funds. There's, yes, there's some local ones. There's also some national ones as well Yeah, that uh, most financial advisors should be able to take care of. Number three, tax advantage credits to help the community. Most of us are having to pay state tax and it goes into a general fund. There's ways that you can, as an individual, you can, you still got to pay the tax, but you can direct where you want that tax to go. There's very few opportunities to do this on the federal level, but on the state level, there are. Hospitals is one of them. Rural hospitals, a rural hospital credit, private school credits. So in the state of Georgia, you can get, um, uh, you can benefit your your school or a school that you designate private school if they're a part of the program that they receive the benefits from your tax dollars as opposed uh, to those funds just going to the general fund. We'll cover that in a, over a couple of podcasts um, because there's there's a lot of uh, details there. Something that I never really thought about it. You know, you sometimes you tell people, oh, maybe it's Maybe you should move to Florida or Tennessee where they don't have state tax, but there's actually a proper way to do it. Mm-hmm. There, you, could, you could mess it up. You can. If you move from Georgia to, say, Florida, you know, when you retire, you want to make sure that you're preserving that wealth when you move. I mean, part of the reason probably you're moving to Florida is that, hey, you don't have to pay income tax, state income tax on that, any money you earn. So there is a correct way to do it. There are steps you need to take to make sure that you are doing that correctly and ensuring your money isn't going to be taxed in Florida by Georgia or wherever state you came from. We probably need to create a checklist for our clients that are, that are doing that. That would be a great idea. Yeah. Um, maximize retirement for tax savings. Very often people ask us, Hey, how do I lower my tax bill? And they're a W2 employee. A lot of times it's, it's just putting the maximum into your 401k. But if you're a small business owner, you have other options to defer, uh, defer income tax uh, in the future. So we'll dive into that as well. A lot of times people tell us what to do, but sometimes I feel like there's times when we need to tell people what not to do. Like Wesley Snipes. Someone should have told him what not to do when it came to uh, tax mm. preparation, right? I mean, he got ended up in jail for not filing taxes for 10 years. That's probably not a good strategy to avoid uh, paying tax. Uh, I believe the CPA involved may have been uh, prosecuted as well. For probably. If I remember the story correctly, it, it was kind of like on the premise of tax is unconstitutional. You know, people who take that angle. Taxes theft. Yeah. I just don't pay it. <laughs> so, yeah. they, so they decided that they're above the IRS and they're just not going to pay it. 
Uh, that's obviously an extreme, but there's other tax strategies that we can um, be avoiding uh, to make sure that we stay out of trouble. I, I remember uh, a pilot one time telling me that he was deducting his haircuts because there was a uniform requirement and, you know, you can't have long hair, can't have a mustache, right? Right. <laughs> I think that's a little aggressive. It's a bold move, right? <laughs> yeah. <It's> bold deduction. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, I think people get really scared when they get IRS letters. And if you owe the IRS money, no one's coming to your house to, like, arrest you. There, there are times when you just get behind the eight ball and you got to make, make payments. Right. And actually, the federal government makes it super easy. You just go online and fill out the form electronically and set up a payment plan. It's really not that big of a deal. Mm-mm, not at all. I mean, yeah. I think we should be paying our taxes. That's right. the, the whole But goal. in the in the event you end up in that spot, it is not something to immediately worry about. There are options for sure to get you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you know what that interest rate is? It's like 4 five percent or something mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's nothing unreasonable right exactly yes nothing crazy so it's the penalty that is large on yes. a relative basis on yes. a one-time relative basis mm-hmm. that, yeah you know. well especially if, it, if you're paying for less past sins and you're filing three or four years at a time that yeah but i'm saying if you just get a really good business year and surprise <laughs> <laughs> um that's the word that throughout these podcasts we want to avoid, but for our listeners to, to avoid, right? The whole idea of, of this going through this process and beginning to look at one's taxes in advance is to avoid the word surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Isn't that right? Yeah, I mean, and, and Jordan, that's why you're here. That's what we're going to help our listeners yeah. to, to, to do is to avoid that word. Right. Uh, how to utilize uh, tax loss harvesting. Tax loss harvesting. Say that 10 times really fast. <laughs> it, it sounds like a positive thing. So you're harvesting something, something you want. And in this case, it's, it's very strange that in a portfolio that some securities have gained in value and some have lost in value. Those ones that have lost in value can have a positive effect on your portfolio by utilizing that tax loss in order to create a taxable or offset a taxable gain that you've created in your portfolio. So losses can be harvested and utilized for for tax purposes. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's something that I think uh, do-it-yourselfer investors miss. And you did a great job with with our clients during COVID. We created a lot of temporary losses. I mean, think think about that 30% drop. So let's say say you bought stock at the beginning of the year. Then you had in 2020. Then you had a 30% drop. You would sell the S&P 500, buy something very similar, like Vanguard Large Cap. You just realize a $30,000 loss that can be used going forward. But then eventually, obviously now we have huge gains uh, on the other side. But that's a tax credit that can be used three up to $3,000 a year going forward. That's right. It's just contrary to what you think, like we say, as the opposite. When you're selling high and buying low is not what people think. And you're just utilizing that to your advantage. But that's the whole point of, like we discussed, proactive planning throughout the year, not just filing your taxes and seeing what happens. And the value of an advisor versus right. just letting it sit there. It's the difference between portfolio management and simply investing. Right. Absolutely. This one is always an interesting conversation. I, I think hopefully no one will have a headache after this podcast, but we're going to cover uh, S-Corps, C-Corps, and LLCs and the different tax structures as well as the legal structures and why you would pick one over the other as a small business owner. Right. I think that's very confusing for people. And no one ever gets it right. Even I have to go back and read it sometimes when I'm giving advice on corporate structure. And then we'll 
have commonly missed tax deductions for business owners. Uh, there's a lot of things out there that people just don't realize that they can deduct on their taxes and a lot of people who deduct things that they shouldn't be deducting. But uh, we're going to focus on commonly missed deductions for business owners. That'll be near the end of this year. Uh, so perfect timing for that one. And then uh, we're going to finish out the series talking about the 1031 exchange. This is where you get to take an investment property. You can sell it. You normally have to pay capital gains on the on the proceeds. Uh, and then instead of having to pay the capital gains, you can roll those gains into a new investment property that you're purchasing. We're going to explain that. Hopefully we'll have a uh, realtor. Oh, we do. We do have a realtor. Our, our friend uh, Tom Townsend is coming in for that discussion. So we'll have a CPA, a realtor. I don't have to show up that day. We'll just let, uh, <laughs> you know, let the experts take, take over that podcast. Still need a moderator. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Someone's got to bring the jokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are our 10 topics over 11 podcasts. One, the state deductions get doubled up. There's a lot to cover there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Oh, yeah. Pumped. It's a good time of year to be talking about. That's about as excited as Matthew's ever been, actually. Just for actually, the record, that's that, pretty thrilling. That was really thrilling for Matthews. That's that's like roller coaster level right there. It's a exciting topic, but it's an important topic for sure. Yes, and it's a good time of year to talk about it because you're seeing how your 2021 is shaking out, but you're ahead of 2022. So, good time of year to really be addressing taxes for sure. Absolutely. A producer Hadley over here is, is saying, yes, these are my, these are my ideas. So we'll, we'll give credit to Hadley where, ha- where credit is due. In all fairness to Matthews, he's been beat up lately. He's uh, engaged to get married and he's having to go and do testings. You, what, you, you were told there's going to be food testings and it ended up being what? Going planning. Haven't done the testings yet. Then the uh, site, venue site and uh, checking all that out. So, so you're uh, walking venues, but you're not tasting food yet. Not yet. That's, that's the thing. I'm that was the bait and to. switch. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, Jordan, you're doing wedding planning as well. Everyone's doing wedding planning except for you and me, Brad. Well, our days <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, looking forward to the series, guys. Me too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Wiser Roundtable podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. That way you don't miss out on new episodes. Head to wiserinvestor.com and reach out if you have any questions. We would love to hear from you. Today's episode was produced and edited by Lilton Moore. Wiser Wealth Management Incorporated is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.